This podcast episode comes out on the 7th of January, 2023. The House and Senate meet next week to get started on a new year in Colombia. In the following weeks, I'll be letting you know what's taken place in both the House and Senate on a weekly basis to keep you informed. This week, I want to bring you an interview with a freshman representative, Rob Harris from District 36. He has an interesting and inspiring message that might just give you encouragement to get involved, even if it's at a very local level. Because at this time, local involvement is probably at its most important. So I hope you find this story interesting. And remember, check back every week. Once things get up and running, it's liable to be a wild ride. And I look forward to it. And I hope you join me every week. All right, Rob Harris, representative from District 36, freshman member of the House of Representatives in South Carolina, all right? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. We were talking earlier, and uh, you told me about a great story about how you got where you are now. Tell my listeners a little bit about yourself first. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm a 57-year-old, uh, been a nurse, uh, operating room nurse most of my life, almost 30 years. Uh, we have 10 children. Um, I, I've, I've worked hard uh, as, a, as a nurse to keep her at home so she could homeschool our kids, and we, she's done that for 30 years. Um, so all my, uh, we do a lot of things together as a family, uh, not the least of which is our more recent endeavors into politics. And uh, so you know, I think it's a fabulous story uh, that listeners might uh, connect with, and I don't mind at all telling about it. Um, it, it, really, it really is a story, what I would call a participatory participatory populism uh you know everybody should be doing something we have to it's a government of the people by the people for the people we like it to be our government we like it to be for us but we it needs to be by us as well uh if you don't do anything and you don't get involved you are going to fall prey to the people who do get involved and and someone is always waiting to do that so that you know that's where they get that that that, uh, term you know the uh the quote that, you know, eternal, uh, the price of freedom is eternal vigilance or involvement, really. And so uh, I, I take that seriously. So really, the story happened that, you know, after the 2020 election, we got very concerned about the direction we were going as a state and a nation. Uh, we had been, you know, moderately just in and out of politics. We helped a couple candidates from time to time. Uh, but really, we were just minding our own business. But we got real concerned, and we found out about Reorg. Um, you know, we could do a whole we could do a whole another session, uh, another podcast on on my experiences with Reorg if you want. But uh, suffice it to say that we got involved. A lot of my adult children too, and so we we really took over our precinct at, in the 2021 Reorg. And uh, I'm the EC. My son is the president. My other son is the vice president. And my daughter's the secretary. And so with that. We were able to uh, put forth resolutions, uh, two of which got um, got approved through the county um, uh, the county GOP unanimously. One was for a full forensic audit of the 2020 election, and one was for uh, the anti-vaccine mandate. I was right at the end of uh, 2021, and uh, and that was a, you know, a critical thing then. So we um, we got those through unanimously at the now since we've done that the spartanburg gop unfortunately has put a, a resolutions committee quote unquote in place so so we don't just kind of you know 
get right to the, the important business of uh, putting those on the floor. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, so the things that we started doing after we got control of our precinct is to um, we started having meetings in our house. We didn't know really you're new. We didn't know what to do. We started having constitution classes. We had the sheriff here. We had other subject matter experts just with other like-minded people that wanted to find out uh, about how things work and what we can do to make things better. Um, we started knocking doors and helping a school board candidate. Um, this is all in during uh, yeah during 2021. Um, we uh, got involved in the. I started a grassroots organization called Action SC, uh, actionsc.org, uh, which I've kind of had to put to the side, of course, because of everything we're doing now. We're kind of we uh, got to where we are, but uh, nonetheless, at that time, I would have guests come in. I would have uh, subject matter experts meetings. People could come avail themselves of all kind of good uh, information. And uh, again, just trying to move the needle that way. I started a unique idea, I think, is because we, we kind of, uh, let's say, we were hand, hit some roadblocks with the Spartanburg GOP. Um, and so uh, they, they really don't engender a lot of input and um, uh, you know, they don't want to really uh, work too well with all the ECs and the precincts. They really just kind of as a top-down thing, say. So uh, I started having public precinct meetings. I would just invite folks out who other ECs from other precincts that weren't doing anything. Some people just don't want to get off the couch. We were busy, and I invited them to my own precinct meetings just to share information and collaborate. Um, so then uh, later in 2021, we got involved in canvassing the 2020 election. We actually, eight counties across the state, we collected more than 11,600 affidavits. We went door to door in Spartanburg County here, got over 850 affidavits of proof that uh, people were voting, uh, voted successfully using someone else's address. We would go to doors and ask them, do these people live here at the same? Uh, no, they don't. it's just me and my wife. But there's four other people who successfully voted at your address, and they're like, "No way!" And so uh, it was really eye-opening, and, and, and that's illegal. So we we compiled all those affidavits. Uh, me and the whole family were involved in that. Um, other things we've done were we had a big reveal to you know share all this data with state officials, and I was like, you know, nobody shows up hardly except a few legislators. Um, then we uh, present our information to the delegation here in Spartanburg, and we we noted that in the Spartanburg County, um, in the Spartanburg County um, Council Chambers, nineteen people voted from that building. <laughs> nineteen people were registered, I should say, in that building to vote, and two of them actually voted. So there's something bad wrong with our our voting, uh, you know, uh, system and records and 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 uh, rolls. So. We found that out. Uh, and then we, um, other things that we've done is just, you know, that brought us right to, through to the end of uh, 2021 and into uh, 2022. And so at the urging of a, a former state senator, put the plant, the, the bug in my ear and, and uh, I decided to run. And so I filed the second last day, uh, decided to run for the state house and I filed the second last day and in just nine short weeks, uh, we were successful. We won the primary. We knocked, my family and I knocked on 3,500 doors. We put out almost 1,000 signs, 2,000 phone calls, and 1,000 letters had to be addressed all within nine weeks. And we didn't do it on Wednesdays and Sundays because those are church days for us. So 
we, I mean, those kids are hammers and we, <laughs> we really worked diligently over that very short period of time. And I think we just kind of came out of nowhere and uh, surprised everybody. But this is, again, back to what I said, it's an example of participatory populism. You do the work. It, it is amazing what you can get done. But there are other people waiting to take those positions if you don't. We could, you could run for school board. You could run for library board. You could run for county council or mayor or township, you know, town council or whatever. Uh, there's all kind of opportunities. And it's, it, people have to get off the couch. So, um, you know, that's, that's basically in a nutshell our little story. It, it's just amazing what you can do. And, you know, my family is, is, is right by our side all the time. They're almost all adults now, and so they're very involved. Awesome. It's you're very impressive, very encouraging. I'm not even, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do the highlights. There's a lot, there's some more to fill in, but I mean, I, sure. I didn't want to, I trust trying to do the highlights, but it really is, um, you know, it's very active, but we realize and we're so encouraged to take more action all the time. You cannot sit around and I can't do everything, but, but boy, you know, you really can accomplish a lot when you uh, have some help. And so we realized, I should have backed up to say, we realized after doing all that work all of 2021, the family and I realized, you know, we have the boots on the ground infrastructure to actually make a, a run for a, a office. I mean, I think we had the door knocking. We, we knew it was, you know, it would be a lot of work, but we realized we could probably do this. And we, we won that race for uh, well under $20,000. And that's, that's pretty crazy. So um, again, I think, the established uh, people in the Spartanburg County probably just thought uh, this is kind of a, I, I had been causing some trouble. Let's just say, been kind of known as a rabble rouser, and just thought, you know, oh, God bless him, he's going to try to run for. It. But I think we came out of nowhere and surprised him. So um, we're in now. I'm part of the South Carolina Freedom Caucus. Proud to be part of that in the, the state Freedom Caucus network, uh, covering ten states now. And, uh, I mean, we're, we're like a dog with a bone. We are not letting off this. We are not going to let the establishment get away with things. Uh, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a cabal of leadership and people in the SCGOP and other forces in South Carolina that would, uh, you know, it's just a matter of time, in my opinion, until we become like a state like Georgia or like they're going to try to pick these states off one by one. And a lot of it has to do with election integrity, which I'm – I put, I'm working on a bill right now. I'm going to be filing in the next couple of days to, uh, to fix a lot of that. What they did last year, in my opinion, was just putting a Band-Aid on it. So um, we're, I put uh, other bills in. My first bill I ever filed uh, was uh, 3549. I would encourage everyone to contact their state reps and have them sign on to that. It's the Prenatal Equal Protection Act of 2023. And uh, so that's to basically... Uh, we're going. We recognize that life begins at conception, and, and the protection that is applied to any other murder or assault on any living person needs to apply to the baby living inside the womb. So um, that's the the gist of it. But get them to sign on that. Look at it. Read the text, and you'll see it's a very clean bill. It forces everyone to to decide: is it life or not? And if it is, it needs protected. Other things I'm working on again. Uh, the ele election integrity, closing the primaries, the real, a real effective way to absolutely close the primaries and make it just Republicans voting in theirs and Democrats voting in theirs. Uh, that's coming here in the next couple of days. And uh, Transparency Act. Um, so among some other things, I'm co-sponsoring multiple bills from other Freedom Caucus members. 
a lot of good stuff. We're giving South Carolinians a pathway to the the best legislation, the things that are truly going to fix our our state. And and a lot of it has to do with state sovereignty. Like the feds are a creation of the states. We have to understand that. If you know your constitution, we need to claim our state sovereignty. And so I'm all about that. And so, uh, yeah, so those are the things I'm working on. Well, that's great. Uh, your Freedom Caucus involvement is very exciting, uh, very encouraging. I love to hear that. Tell uh, tell my listeners how they can find out more about you and uh, or just contact you if they have any more questions. Sure. Uh, so my website is harrisforsc.com. Uh, I built that myself. I'm going to keep tweaking it, but uh, that's the way you can. There's a donate button there, and you know th- these fights they co- they have a cost to them, and, and we really need you know like our army marches on its stomach. People who are in this fight politically, there's cost to this, and we, we really do need the help. So if people want to donate, they can go to harrisforsc.com. Otherwise, I'm on Facebook at harrisforsc22. I'm on Telegram at harrisforsc. I'm on Getter, the the you know the real uh, free speech platforms. Uh, Getter at Harris for SC22. So uh, any of those links, you get a hold of me. My number is 864-542-5036. And uh, my my lovely daughter Liberty will be happy. She'll probably you probably answer the phone if you call on that number. So um, yeah, love to hear from you. I'd love to tell the listeners to get involved and make a big difference. So more about that to come. Rob Harris, representative from District 36, thank you so much for telling us your story and uh, spending some time here on South Carolina Politics. Glad to do it. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening to the South Carolina Politics Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Sloan. If you have any questions about what you heard here today, email me at bob at bobsloan.com. That's B-O-B-S-L-O-N-E.com. You can find out more about what we do here at Bob Sloan Audio Productions on my website at bobsloan.com. Again, thank you for listening. And make sure you follow, share, and leave a review.